and we are live lead off talk with myself caitlin and as always gabe how's it going good how you doing pretty good man pretty good so we obviously didn't have a couple a couple weeks of no episode um so we have a lot to recap um but first man i think we have to talk about the dodgers at the Padres series the last like two weeks because oh my god it is much watch baseball even when they're playing at 10 o'clock at night (laughs) on the east on the east coast man they are just oh my goodness man tatis fucking just everything about it it's just it's must watch baseball it's playoff baseball in april dude 100 percent. it's 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 electrifying every game it's i mean i mean that's like the regular season games you can't take your eyes off of for any second i mean tatis and home runs blindfolding his eye when he goes on the bases to Bauer, Bauer loving it. I mean, it's just, I think that's a base everybody loves to watch. Yeah, dude. I mean, <laughs> I mean, what, like, what more do you want from the game of baseball? I mean, it, it, it's so lame that, you know, we had the Nick Cassianos thing, what, literally the first weekend of the game or the lead, or the weekend of the new year. And, right. you know, he gets suspended. And everybody's just like, why is he getting suspended for showing emotion? And then you have, you know, Tatis, who we just talked about. I mean, he he got hurt. We weren't sure. I mean, it was weird because, I mean, he tore something in his in his elbow. Um, but it wasn't as bad as I guess they believed it was. Um, they're like, oh, yeah, 10-day DL for a slight tear. And he comes back and I, th- I believe – First game back, he hits a home run. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then and then you know the the series against the and the Dodgers where he hit what was it four home runs? It's yeah, it's he's incredible. I mean, I don't know what else you can say about him. And, and extra inning games, <laughs> you, had, you had Mookie Betts diving for a, you know uh, to save the in their first series like diving mm-hmm. uh, in in extra in, or was it extra innings or like the ninth inning? Ninth inning, but it was still, I mean, big moment. I mean, yeah, caught yeah, that yeah. ball. I mean, like I said, like you we were, like you were saying, electrifying. You don't see that in regular season games that much. No, dude. The vibe between those two teams, man. It yeah, is, they hate each other. They hate each other. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they do. But it's kind of funny that it's this weird, like, friendly rivalry. Yeah. You know I mean? When you have Trevor Bauer, you know, <laughs> I mean, it's hilarious that Trevor Bauer goes to the Dodgers and he has to go against Manny Machado multiple times a year. <laughs> right, the one guy that yeah. <laughs> and then you know we, like you said, Tatis hitting the home run off of him and and going blindfolded, and Trevor Bauer gets it, man. That that's yeah. what I love about Trevor Bauer. He understands it's like we, we shouldn't be punishing players. We should be punishing hitters for showing emotion. Like they hit a home run. That's it's a very difficult thing to do. Right, very difficult. And, and like it, Bauer, Bauer struggle off the mound, and you guess what? He doesn't. He doesn't care if you get mad at him. He don't care. So when you hit a home run off him, backflip. He doesn't care. That's how baseball should be. It a hundred percent should be the stupid unwritten rules. And I think we're we're kind of seeing the unwritten rules re. Yeah, the unwritten rules rewit. Wow. <laughs> I can't <what> saying. <laughs> <laughs> the unwritten rules rewritten. Yes. There you go. <laughs> Like just just by watching these handful of games and 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 these series, man, it is just um, dude, it's just incredible to watch. And shit, 
the Dodgers, they're tied for first. And the team that's in first place, not even the Padres. It's the Giants who've been <laughs> yeah, really, really nobody thought about. Yeah. I mean I think I think we both picked them to be third in the AL West or the NL West. Um, yeah, I believe so. But yeah, dude. Uh, <laughs> I mean early on, man, um kind of transitioning to some like the standings and whatnot. You know, a lot of surprise teams so far. We're about a month into the season, or I think we are like a month into the season. Uh, we'll, we'll start with the National League. Uh, like we said, the Giants tied for first with 15-9 and nine record. So, so are the Dodgers. Uh, the Diamondbacks, two and a half games out of first place. Padres, two and a half games out of first place. Um, but I think the uh, – I'll be honest with you. The surprise, this NL West – or NO East, I mean, sorry. Yeah, what, just being trash right now? Yeah, it's just, yeah. The Mets <laughs> I picked not- a three-team race, all having like 85 wins or above, and <laughs> all of them. Francisco Lindor is getting booed, booed by the Mets fans already. Yeah, that's crazy, right? <laughs> no, it's, <laughs> that it's, is insane. Even if the hitting doesn't come, which I think it will, he's the best defensive shortstop they've had in 10 years. I mean, he's been saving them runs already, playing just playing, playing the defense he has. Just saying, so – Booing that man already blows my mind. And like you don't deserve him. And especially when their lineup is is really really good. Yeah, I mean, really good. And and left you have Dominic Smith, who's a really good player. Uh, Pete Alonso, I mean, we know he's got the pop. Uh, Michael Conforto, I think one of the more underrated players in the league. Yep, um, loves really good at getting hit by pitches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then you have, you know, Jeff McNeil and all those guys. And, but there's, they're losing games by not scoring runs. Jacob yeah. DeGrom has to literally do everything. He has to pitch well, which he always does. And then he also has to hit RBI doubles <laughs> so they can get runs. Yeah. Yeah, I'd rather him play first base in the Indians than uh, Jake Bowers at this point, the way well, he swings the bat. That's, that's very true. I mean, shit. I, hey, Bowers had a uh, had a RBI double uh, oh, last yeah. night. Can't wait. He's with us for another three months after that. Yeah, Thank dude. God. Dude, he's er, he went two for three, bro. Yeah, and he got a hit he, today. Can't oh, wait. Yeah. In the ninth inning when he pinched hit. Uh, he's never leaving. Dude, he's he's warming up. He's heating up. <laughs> he's heating up. Here we go. That single had an exit velocity of 32 miles per hour. Hey, but that hey, that double off the wall. I'm done he, talking about him. He it's almost amazing. he almost hit a he almost hit a home run. Almost. But the NL East, okay, the Mets in nine and nine in first place. Yeah. And obviously they they didn't play a, a few games because of the the COVID stuff. Um, the Braves eleven and twelve, half game out. Phillies eleven and twelve, half game out. Marlins eleven and thirteen, one game out. And the Nationals eight and twelve, only two games out. And the Nationals and two games out. Yeah, I mean, and the Nationals, man, they've had some injuries. I mean, Juan Soto's banged up. Um, I think he's on the the IR, um, the ten day DL or IR or whatever they call it now. Yeah, IL. Um, Imagine if the Marlins had like a closer because they've blown like four games this year. (laughs) Yeah. And they signed it. Yeah, they. The signing. Yeah, that was their main signing because I think he was the Blue Jays closer. Yeah. Last year, and I mean, I thought he was pretty solid, but oof, yikes. Um, the Braves. I know you wanted to talk about Ronald Acuna and his giant home run last night. What four eighty? I mean, yeah, 
481. I mean, I mean, ah, I know Mike Trout. I mean, when you think of baseball, I know it's sad. You probably everybody thinks of Mike Trout, which you should. But I mean, if you if the face of baseball could be Acuna, just saying, Acuna, because I mean, I feel like more kids like the way he plays the game. Not saying Mike Trout plays the game wrong. He plays the game the right way it should be played. But Acuna has fun out there, bat flips, shows emotion. I feel like one of the knocks about Trout is sometimes he acts like a robot. If that makes sense. Is it, um, it's like Trout, Trout and like Nick Chubb are like the same people. They have the, yeah. the same vibe. Yeah, they do their they do their job and they just do it really good. But they, yeah, but they, they don't show the emotions. They don't really showboat a lot unless no. you like. I mean, Trout. If he like robs a home run, he'll like go off. Yeah. yeah, but like if he just hits a giant home run, he's just like, oh yeah, did it before. Yep, another day at the office. Yeah, yep. do it again. Yeah, Acuna hits and he's just bat flips, and I love it. You know what I mean? Him and Tatis. That's why I think – I think Trout's the best – I mean, I don't think – I know. Trout's the best player in baseball, but I think when – if you ask kids, like, when you watch baseball, who do you look to watch? I think a lot of kids would say Tatis or Acuna just because of the way they play. Yeah, and I think it's almost the in, – in recent years, the Steph Curry effect. Yeah. Sports. Yeah. Where you have these ki- where you have kids like you know playing basketball now, and all they want to do is shoot crazy threes, yeah, and, and showboat, which is awesome, and I love it. Um, and I think basketball is a little bit different, right? Because you don't you don't necessarily want to shoot all these threes growing up, you know, as a kid, right? Um, but if you get a good hit and you and you just crush a ball, like you should be able to show some emotion, you know? Oh, hundred percent. Oh yeah. And that, that yeah a, yeah Acuna fucking Tatis and the hilarious stat is like Tatis has nine errors in 15 games yeah <laughs> and nobody <laughs> talks about it yeah nobody talks about it which but it's also just hilarious it's like well who cares you know he he hits all these home runs all right he, he's gonna make up for you know that his errors uh with his bat yep and um I just think it's kind of funny you know what I mean yeah the, the funny thing is too is like I when he was coming up he, he was known for defense I'm pretty sure yeah yeah. Like, it wasn't even, like, not saying, like, his hitting was awful, but, like, he was known for his defense. Yeah, I mean, I know, I remember his old man. Uh, I believe his old man, I mean, his his old man wasn't, like, this offensive juggernaut. He, he was just, like, a really solid defender. And right. one of those guys who was able to, you know, uh, just play every day somewhere. I, I believe he was, like, kind of, like, a utility player, too. Um, but, yeah, dude, it. <laughs> I mean, it's just kind of funny, right? Right. Everybody's talking about all of his home runs, but it's like, oh, he does have nine errors in <laughs> 15, 16 games. That's crazy. That's like one error a game. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it's it's honestly crazy to think about, and it's yeah, oh, I can I couldn't even imagine. I mean, obviously, I'm I'm trying to think that I, I'm a big guy on defense, so it probably would make me angry watching him. But then also, what he does with his bat kind of offsets that, so I probably wouldn't be that mad. But if a guy like that just said I got like a normal shortstop was doing that, like you'd be pissed because he wasn't doing what the offense that Tatis does. But you take the good with the bad with Tatis, and the good's way more is way more good than the bad uh, that came out. I don't know. That no, no, no. Funny. Yeah, no, and that makes sense. <laughs> I do. I do wonder, and obviously we're talking a handful of years from now. I wonder if they eventually just move him to third. Because I know they have Manny Machado for, like, another, what, nine, eight, nine years. Yeah. And they have Hosmer for, like, another four or five. 
I wonder if when Hosmer leaves, they move Machado to first, they move Tatis to third. I don't know. Just something I kind of... No, that's something to think about. Like, I was... Uh... I was thinking in my head if like the good thing about that infield, in my opinion, like for the next what's what's Hosmer there? I mean, except for Hosmer, I mean they have so much infield that you can move all those guys around depending on what happens, in my opinion. Yeah, and they still have one of the best top uh shortstop prospects yeah. in, what, in Abrams? Abrams. Yeah. Yeah. So and that's and it's that's that's the sickening part about that team. The whole infield. I mean, I'm not saying these guys are young, but Tatis is young and uh Jake Cronensworth, is that yeah, name? Cronenworth, yeah. Cronenworth, sorry. He's young. They're both going to be there forever. You know what I mean? You have Machado there for another eight years, eight, nine years. And you have CJ who can come up. Yeah. Like, with, like, either they're going to make another big trade, you know what I mean? Or they can move one of these guys, like Jake probably, I'm guessing, to the outfield to the left or once Tommy Pham's gone or something like that. But that team's going to be good for a long time. Yeah, it's, it is kind of disgusting how – just how many prospects the – the Padres have. Yeah. I mean, all of the trades they've made the last handful of years, and they've they haven't had to give up their number one guy. Right, and like, and I know I'm an Indians fan, but the Indians got a really good prospect from them, that Gabriel Harias. Yeah. Who could who should could be a starting shortstop come next year in yep. the big leagues? I don't. I mean, depending on what the Indians do, but like he was really good, and the fact that they got rid of him because their infield is so stacked, and they still have so many good infield prospects in their system is just amazing to me yeah it's crazy i mean just look think of their off season right they they get you darvish and they don't have to give up really anybody i i mean i i think they gave up some lower level i don't want to say lower level but in the top like back end of the top 15 prospects in their organization right um blake snell i mean i know they gave up a couple prospects and they gave up uh francisco mejia uh for for snell yeah, Mejia um, hasn't been anything yet though in his career. And I was a big Mejia fan. Well, and hopefully now he finally gets an opportunity. I think he. I mean, I think he's hitting pretty well. Um, you know, in that platoon rule for the right uh, yeah. for the Rays, um, they make that giant trade with the um, Seattle to get like Austin Nola, the catcher, some right. arms and all that stuff. They gave up Taylor Trammell, who they got when the three team trade with us in Cincinnati. <laughs> Yep. I mean, Cleveland won that trade, right? Oh, yeah. Fran I mean, Mill. I mean, Mill, yeah. we'll, we'll talk about the Indians a little bit later. And obviously, Logan Allen just kind of took a dump today. Uh, <laughs> but, and and again, we'll talk about that later. But Cincinnati, they got Trevor Bauer, right? Yes, he pitched for them for a year and a half. You won a Cy Young. They didn't really win anything. So nope. that's kind of, and the Indians have Fran Mill long term. Yeah, oh, and he, and it, I mean, but like you said, we'll talk about it later, but the numbers he's been putting up is. It's pretty damn it, good. Yeah, he's going to be here for a long time. So, I mean, and then, and then like, you know, the Clevenger trade. Um, I mean, what, Contrell, who's in our bullpen? Um, but, and, but, but they don't even, yeah, Arise, but, but even like, um, even uh, Clevenger, I mean, he has his second Tommy John, so you never know what's going to happen with him. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, I, I thought they, I thought right when that trade happened, the Indians won it because when we traded him, he was hurt. Yeah. Like, he was just coming back. And I like Clevenger, but the re- one of the things that's always, like, hampered Clevenger is injuries. Yep. And the fact that we got, I think at the time, was their fourth best prospect in Orias. And then we got, like, their 14th and oh, that Owen Miller, I believe. 
Yeah, so and, Owen Miller, Naylor, and Naylor and Hedges. Yeah, and... Naylor, yeah, Naylor, I think if they keep him at first base now, could be a really good player. Um, if they just don't put him right field, we'll talk about that later. Um, <laughs> and uh, But, yeah, Owen Miller, he projects as like a like a utility player. But, I mean, give it right. So if he pans out the way he's looking, we won that trade. Yeah. I mean, even, even with Naylor right now, I think we won it. He's the only one playing. And that, I mean, that got, that's got to count for something, right? But yeah, I mean, your best availability is being available. Yep. And then I, we didn't even talk about the NL Central. Uh, the Brewers in first place, Cardinals second. The Pirates, <laughs> one and a half games out, 12 and 11. I mean, that's kind of interesting. Um, I mean, my, my grandpa told me a thing a long time ago. The scariest part of about a team it's a team that knows that no one believes in them and i mean when you're going to see this year who, who are the two teams that no one believes in in my opinion were the pirates and the rockies mm-hmm. and i mean the pirates right now i mean uh, they're 100 i'll make this call they're not going to keep it up i mean it's fun watch them a bunch of young guys trying to play i like it and then the reds at fourth place two and a half games out 11 and 12 and then the cubs <laughs> three and a half games out at 10 and 13 and the, the cubs man whew. Yeah, it's just – it's not good down there. It is not good. Uh, like, my goodness, they, they can hit. They're kind of like the Indians, but they have – they don't really have the pitching. Um, <laughs> it's – yeah, oof. And then, they, yeah. And then the AL. Uh, Boston, surprisingly Boston, man. 15 and they, they are 7-1 yeah. on the road this year. Yeah, they've been hitting the ball, too, and they've got decent pitching. But, I mean, Martinez has been going – having a good season so far. Uh, the Rays, uh, three games out at 500 with uh, 12 and 12. Blue Jays, 11 and 11. The Yankees, 10 and 13. God trash. damn. Like, I mean, they're trash, but I mean, they beat us three out of four. So. Yep. No, that doesn't Chan. prove me. That doesn't prove me anything. <laughs> the and then the yeah. Orioles, 10 and 13, who, you know, I, I said they, they'd just be a solid team. You know, they're rebuilding. and But, yeah, the, right. Yan- the Yankees are just underachieving. I mean, they have they have everything, right? They, their lineup yeah, is good. Um, their pitching is – it should be solid. Their bullpen should be solid on paper. But, man, they're, they're hitting. It's just – it's kind of like the Indians where it's like they either hit home runs or they don't score. So. Yeah, and Clint Fraser, who a guy that I love and I've been like calling for, has just not played good this year so far. Yeah. He's been like in the hundreds. I mean, but Brett Gardner is getting more – starting to get more at-bats, you know, is a problem. Yeah, uh, yeah, thirty what seven year old Brett Gardner. Yeah, and they just traded Talkman. Talkman away Giants. for yeah for uh, Wandy Peralta. Yeah. Um, the AL Central, the Royals not looking good for New York right now. But yeah. like you said, they can easily turn around. Yeah. The AL Central Royals, obviously the surprise team so far in the league. Yeah. Uh, fourteen and eight. I mean, they're on fire. Like like I said, and and I think we and I I believe I said this. They were the team who I thought, hey, they would be like the, the 2011 at Indians, where I feel like they could get it off to a hot start. They have some veterans, but they're just a y- super young team. Mm-hmm. Um, now, that they, they could potentially, you know, go off to start off, I don't want to say hot, but, you know, you know, pretty decently and, and be in contention and I think slowly fade away when this season kind of, I don't want to say gets going, but you know, June and July when right. you got to play every single day, you know, without the off days and 
and all that stuff. Um, and just like relying on young pitching is always tough. Um, yep. Kind of like what the Indians are doing right now, um, relying on, on some young pitchers. But yeah, the Royals, man. I mean, Witt, Soler, I mean, Santana's just doing Santana things. He's hitting 240, a couple home runs, but man, he's getting on base for them. And, yeah, and I think Perez is having a really good season, too. Yeah. yeah. I think that extension for Perez kind of, like, jump-started him a little bit, too. This crazy. He's only, like, 30, 30, 31 years old. I thought he was way older. <laughs> Wait, who was? Perez. He's only 31? Yeah, he's only, like, 30, 31 years old. Dude, I feel old. like he's been in the league for 20 years. I, I don't know, know why. <laughs> I know. I know, dude. It's crazy. Well, that means, like, Mo- Mike Musasi is probably, like, what, 20, 31 to then? Like he's been in the league for thirty years. Yeah, I think he's like thirty-one, thirty-two. Yeah. Oh my god. Maybe it's because I thought Alex Gordon retired. And he was like thirty-seven, so maybe I thought they were all that old. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe because we, everybody kind of forgot that he actually played third base when he came up. Yeah, everybody tends to forget that because I mean, it just was not a pretty sight. Yeah. God, he was awful. <laughs> he was awful. It was third. so bad. <laughs> if you would told me the first time I seen that dude play third base and major league baseball that he would been in. Uh, elite defender and left. I'm like, you're a liar. Yeah. And he would play for 18 years. I'm like, no, no way. And then we had the White Sox in second, two, two games out, uh, uh, 12 and 10. Um, the Indians have an upcoming series with them uh, this weekend, so that should be fun to yep. watch. Uh, Indians, 11 and 12, three and a half games out. We'll talk about them later, uh, more specifically. Uh, the Twins, 8 and 15. Oof. Their bullpen is so bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's awful. Not good. I mean, their guy last night walked four guys and hit two guys. Or yeah, the, guys he was our closer. Yeah, Alex yeah. Colome. And I mean, he's he almost like a, killed Josh Naylor. And he's a legit closer. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, like he's been in the league for a long time. He was with the White Sox last year. Um, yeah, he he's a legit guy, and he is just he cannot find it. No, and it is, and it's kind of nice to see that, <laughs> <laughs> right? And I mean, even Maeda, like, like he gave up some bombs last night to Franville and J Ram. Um, yeah, they were like, then they like no doubters off the bat, no doubters off the bat. Yeah. Like he threw it, they were just hanging, breaking yeah. balls, and and then the fastball to uh, Franville first pitch, and yeah, the one thing I like about Maeda. Is he is or yeah? Was I saying Mahita? Kenta yeah, Mahita. Kenta Ma- yeah, he, Mahita. He is so animate on the mound when he gives him a home run. Yeah, like, he's he just, fuck. <laughs> yeah, he just, but I respect. He's just flailing their arms around. He's like, God, you gotta be kidding me! Like he just, you know, he's talking shit to himself, and it just, I love it. And then the Tigers in last place. We all know the Tigers. They're just awful. At eighteen and eight and sixteen. Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, I think we all knew that. Oh, I will say I'm proud that I said, I mean, obviously any, anything can happen. The two things that surprised me the most in the Central, but not even the Indians, I thought they would be around in the middle to make a late run like they always do, is the Twins. I thought they would be bad. I thought I said they would finish third in the Central and not make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't think they would be this bad. And I thought the White Sox would be, I know it's still early, but I thought the White Sox would be way more dominant. So, but like you said, it's early. Anything can happen. But those are my two surprises right there. And then the AL West, Oakland, fifteen and nine. I mean, they what, they had like a twelve game winning streak. Yep, doing what Oakland does. Um, uh, dude, and kind of talking about like the Twins, did you <laughs> how they won one of their games? Yeah, 
they completely, oh, yeah, Arias <laughs> at third just yeeted the ball. It wasn't even close. It wasn't even close. And then their their rookie second baseman, um, I mean, he muffed the ball. Yeah. It, <laughs> uh, uh, when he threw that ball from the angle, they showed the camera angle from behind when he threw that ball, and I was like, what? Was he even, like, eyes open? Like, this isn't even close to first base. Yeah, he was – that was that was really bad. <laughs> and then and then they had the they had uh, Tortuga at first, and he's, like, 5'9". Well, <laughs> yeah. It's like – I, uh, I have no idea why they just played first base. <laughs> well, you know, they just uh, – I mean, it's a bat, but that does not help your infield at all. No, no. <laughs> I mean, you're better off just, like, hey, maybe Josh Donaldson, can you take some – yeah, take a few grounders at first. Like, yeah, at least he's six foot. Yeah, exactly. Um, but the way they lost that game, and again, Alice Colome, and and that was really Rocco Baldelli fucking up too. Yeah. I mean, why would you bring him in for a second inning? He ended the. He ended. He pitched fifty. He had like fifty pitches in two. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah, like, you don't. I feel like no one talks about the decision he makes. He makes a lot of those decisions a lot. I feel like, but everybody talks about Kevin Cash and the Rays, which they should. But I feel like Bedell, uh Rocco does the same kind of decision making that nobody talks about. So I'm happy you brought that up. Well, even even uh, what was it Monday uh, against the Indians? He forgot that he already used uh, they already used one of their mound visits, and he had they had to pull uh, Barry, uh Jose Barrios. Yeah. <laughs> And because like he goes up and they're like, uh, you gotta make a change, and they're like talking, and he goes, he's like, oh yeah, give me the ball, because he didn't want to do that, right? Unless he was just completely stalling, which I I guess could be a thing. Yeah, that's what he said now, but he didn't know. Yeah, but yeah, he had no idea. Like the way he (laughs) he wasn't like there was no quick hook or anything like that. Right. I mean, Barrios wasn't pitching terribly, but if you wanted to like, hey, like this is how we're gonna attack our hit the next hitter, blah 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 blah. I mean. And it and it's kind of one of those things where when it comes to managers, right? It's really that third year where if you have some success early on, it, it's not going to last forever. And right. we're kind of seeing where, man, it is. Uh, I don't want to say it's questionable, but you start questioning questioning a lot of these decisions um, yeah. these guys make because you because you expect them to. I mean, uh, like a manager in their first year, right? They're going to make some type of mistakes. Right. But forgetting that you already went to the mound. <laughs> That's like, this is your, th- like, this is your third, this is your third year managing dog. Yeah. You, you can't do that kind of stuff. And, and eventually you have to like change the, like the tone of your team. Like you got to like change like the vibe, you know, cause every team isn't different. So what worked a couple years ago isn't necessarily going to work this year right and like like the measure the message could become stale and i think that's what makes the really great managers great is that they could change year to year while also kind of keeping their their core tenants almost which i think which is why terry francona is you know one of if not the best manager in recent history um but yeah but you also see like 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 we'll talk about uh, so the mariners 13 and 11. I was high on them. I called yep. that. I said, yep, yep. I'm proud of mine. And I said the same thing with about them too, you know, kind of like the the Royals where they're a good young team and they can um they could definitely surprise people early on. And yes. again, I don't know like we said, like I said later on in the year, 
in in the the, the dog days of summer if, if they're gonna continue to, to contend. Um, right. But it's but it's good that at least as of right now a month in that the Mariners and the Royals are are really good. Yeah, for those two teams, even if like they they do fade away, it's good for the young players to get yeah. these wins and excitement under the belt. So either way, it's good for those franchises. Yep, and then at Houston, um, twelve and eleven. Now, what I kind of wanted to piggyback off of was was Houston and, and Dusty Baker. You see someone like Dusty Baker, right? Widely renowned manager in baseball. The issue right. is is that recently it seems like he gets these like two, three year tenures in different spaces or different at different places because the, like, I, I feel like his message like becomes more stale. If that makes sense. Does that make sense? Oh yeah. hundred percent. Cause like he was with the nationals and they were all right, but they were underachieving Houston. I don't right. think he's long for, I think he was just like this, Hey, you know, we need to find someone because we have to fire uh, AJ Hinch. Yeah, we need somebody so, who probably um, doesn't give a shit. And... Yeah, so here's a here's a veteran uh, veteran of the game in, in Dusty Baker. Um, so yeah, and then have fun. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Angels eleven and eleven. I kind of that's what I kind of thought they would be. Yeah, I thought they would win the division, so I need them to pick it up. Hey, d- hey, it's only three games out. Let's go, are we? Yeah, it's Angels. They have the fifteen you know, seven thousand games out. Continue, sorry. <laughs> And then, last but not least, well, probably least, the Texas Rangers. Yeah, I think we all knew that. Yeah, we all knew. Yeah. It'll be interesting come trading deadline. I mean, Joey Gallo, man. Every team's going to want him. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And and he can play, I mean, he can play multiple positions for teams. Yeah, he can play all the outfield. He can play third. He can play first. Yeah, like, I would love for him to be in Cleveland. Oh, yeah. Imagine him in center field. I, I wouldn't even care. (laughs) <laughs> yes, I'm all for it. But no, yeah, I... it's just um, yeah. I mean, early on, a month in, it's it's kind of tough to judge. But I thought, man, and kind of talking about the Indians, I thought their offense would be way more competitive than they've been. I yeah. knew that on paper it didn't look good, but like Hernandez, not even hitting two hundred. Mm-hmm. Come on. Yep. I th- I thought, I mean, obviously, whatever you get from Roberto Perez is is kind of extra, right? Because his right, um, Luplo, I'm, I like that they're they're finally saying, hey, we're just gonna find you a spot to to hit in the order, right? And um, whether you play right field or center field, it doesn't really matter. Um, but we need your bat in this lineup. Yeah, we need your bat against the lefties <laughs> or righties. Right, and his average isn't looking the best right now. I mean, if you watch games, his outs are loud outs. It's not like he's just terrible at bats. I'll take you with a bad average if you're good at bats and hitting the ball hard, which Lupolo does. Yeah. You know, Rosario, I thought would be a little bit better. I know he kind of goes through his hot and cold streaks at, at times. Yep. Um, Fran Mill has been awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Fran and, Mill and Jose. Yeah. But, I mean, we expected those guys to carry the offense. Right. Um, but really, I mean, Naylor, so he, he comes up to bat <laughs> and I, I just know I get, even before pitch is thrown, I go, he's swinging for the fences Yo, 100%. And, then he, and then he swings, he knocks his helmet off. He falls down and I'm just like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> 
But then he'll come up again and have like the smoothest swing. The smoothest swing. He'll take the ball the other way like he did last yeah. time. Yeah. Like yeah. Take off the ball the way. Like a, yeah. Or a sharp single above second's head. Like Naylor is the. He's like the young guy they're teaching to play baseball still. He has all the talent in the world, but he's wrong, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. But I will say this, uh, and I wanted to bring this, piggyback this when you talk about him. It's about earlier subject. It's about um the unwritten rules of baseball. And I kind of wanted your position on this. There is a TikTok. Yep, I watched TikTok. There's a TikTok of a guy. They were talking about, you might have seen it, the one that Naylor hit the ball to Jose Abreu at first. Jose Abreu dove. It was the no-hitter. Oh, Jose okay. Abreu dove and got it. Mm-hmm. And then, like, he got up and realized that the pitcher wasn't going to get there, so we had a run. Naylor, which he does every at-bat, put his head down where it's hard. I'll say that about Naylor all the time. The dude hustles out everything. He slid into first base head first. He got beat by, I think it was, like, 0.1 seconds like that. Mm-hmm. And Naylor kind of got up and looked at the arm like, you, like, no, you know what I mean? And the guy on TikTok was saying, like, how Naylor's a disgrace and that's not what you do to uh, when a guy has a no hitter, and that's and I'm sorry, but that's bullshit. I I don't give a shit if you're getting no hit if you're down or if you're winning thirteen to nothing. If you if you play the game, you play the game to win. Yep. And no team wants to get no hit. Yep. And no, I love Naylor doing that, and I wish every player would do that. Like, and I, I bet the White Sox didn't even care he did it. Like, there's a difference it's, between it's a it's a your arm out there and getting hit, or like doing a bunt. I get that when you're you know what I mean maybe a bunt, but like. That's a hard hit ball that he hustled out. Like that bullshit. I love it. Sorry. Yeah, no, I dude, I'm I'm all for bunting to break up a no hitter. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I am a, too. It's a, it's a it's a pride thing, right? You don't want your team to go to to be no hit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And especially with these we, especially with these shifts, and maybe at one point I'll rant about the shifts. Now because, <laughs> and I I like I mean they're smart and. I am all for it, but man, they really are kind of killing the game. How many times have you seen somebody rip a ball, you know, just pull a ball down the line or something, and it's like right to the first baseman because they're literally playing on the line? Yeah, that or when a pitcher makes a really good pitch and it goes opposite way and nobody's there and the pitcher turns around just pissed off. Yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, yeah, and it's just like, I, I, I don't think they should get rid of it, but I could see why people are like, yeah, it's kind of annoying. And I kind of agree with it at this point because it really is annoying. Yeah. I mean, I, I think they, I think, I don't think they ever get rid of the shift, but maybe they come out with rules where like, you can't do it so outrageous, if that makes sense. But I think it'll be kind of hard to regulate or figure out a way to do it. But yeah, I don't think they ever get rid of them. Yeah. So I, I mean, like they're they going to have like, a, like some type of like arbitrary line where kind of yeah, like, like, like a scrimmage where, you know, you can't have three guys next or behind second base or something yeah or like or uh, on the one side of second base go. yeah yeah or, or you but can then, have four guys in the off grass or something like that yeah but then at that point it's just like it, it, baseball's already ruining the game to begin with with the right. extra inning rules and oh, stuff like yeah. that and sure it worked right it worked out for us uh when lufo hit the home run but you shouldn't have a heart attack in extra innings because there's a runner on second already. Right. You know what I mean? It's I just I don't imagine know. Imagine being a pitcher and getting three outs and you still gave up a run. Dude, I mean it look at look at class save. He has a yeah. own save and a loss and has zero a uh, zero ERA. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would be fucking pissed. Yeah, and that's not like and it's not like he walked anybody or something like that. Nope, it's they just like, like automatically put him on, on base. It's like oh, Yeah, it, yeah. Fuck that, sorry. 
No, it's um, no, but it it's so annoying. Yeah, it's it's not it's it's not the way baseball should be played. No, no, it's if you if you're able to run into one, that's what makes extra innings so fun. If you run into one, that one run is so key. Right. And if and if you if it goes to fourteen innings, then it goes to fourteen innings. Like that's, I was at the home opener against Toronto in twenty twelve, where it went like sixteen innings. Yeah. That that shit was awesome. We, I, I mean, it was 100%. all day. I, yeah, I would love those kind of games. And I mean, if people are watching at home, they're just watching at home. Like, who cares? Right. Yeah. Even if they're, even if they're at the game, like you're at a crazy game that yeah. that went extra innings. Like that's like the, the, like that's the fun part of being. Yeah. Out and of if game. you want to leave, that's what you can leave. No yeah, one's saying you're the same there. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like you're you're really killing the your your true fans for what. Like for right, a for, little excitement in the tenth inning, that's yeah. it. Yeah, which because really, if you're a real fan, it's not even excitement. Nobody, it's not cool to see three outs and a run come in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, literally, you just gotta, you gotta, you already have them on, so you just gotta ground out once and ground out again. Yeah, li- yeah, literally, ground and out. Like and, how, then, and then yeah. how is it like? How is that entertaining? How is that, <laughs> right. Like I, I just don't understand that. It's right. It, yeah, I don't. Nope, I, I'm I'm all for it. I'm all with you there. And I mean, I don't like the whole, I don't like the whole three batter minimum rule either. Uh, no, we got rid of Oliver President because of that. Just saying. Yeah, yeah. In my opinion. Yeah, I mean, how? Yeah, how are you gonna use him? I mean, even though he's one of those guys who I think is good against anybody. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like if if you if you still have that rule, guys like that are still gonna get paid. Right. I mean, you're going to have your lefty and righty specialist in your bullpen, especially with a 26-man roster where yeah. they're going to use a ton of pitching. Right. And he was – and Olive Perez was one of the only guys in baseball who didn't, like, use speed to kill you. Yeah, yeah. He was going to – he's going to do his weird wind-ups. He's going to throw you sliders hard all day. And now – I mean, there's – I mean, I hope he gets picked up. I think he will. Yeah, he but, I mean, there, there is a slim chance that we saw last Oliver President. It's it's a little it's a little sad to think that. I mean, I know for a fact we saw him in, at the end of an Indian jersey, which makes me sad because I loved Oliver Perez. He did everything we needed him to do. Mm-hmm. He had like a two ERA in his yeah. but basic two and a couple two and a month seasons here. Yeah. I mean, like, what more can you watch for 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 a guy who's just a matchup lefty, but who's right. also just a really competitive. You know, I mean, to think that he went from – he was a top prospect with the Padres, uh, was part of the Brian Giles deal to send Brian Giles to um, to the Padres. He goes to, to Pittsburgh, becomes this breakout star starting right. who ends up going to the Mets. And basically, I mean, his career was done after his, like, sixth year as a starter. But he kind of – they release him. He kind of grinds it out and – he becomes this elite pitcher and a relief pitcher, this matchup lefty, and his yeah. career went another ten years. Yeah, he's what people like dream about. Like when you like fail, I, I wouldn't even say he failed, but like when you do, like when you get bad, like the way way he redid his whole career to come back, waited, and then to basically get pushed out of the game because of some stupid ass rule, is uh, sad. Yeah, it's so stupid. I mean, Rich Hill wouldn't be a starting pitcher right now. He was yep. a, he was a starting pitcher with the Cubs. He ended up becoming a, a matchup lefty. I mean, he was with the Indians uh, early yep. on in, in Tito's tenure. I think it was like twenty fourteen or fifteen. I think it was fifteen. He was with yeah, him. Scott Casimir. Yeah, I mean, 
he comes back, he becomes this matchup lefty, and then, you know, they, uh, I think it was Boston was like, well, do you want to become a starter again? And <laughs> he's like, yeah, fuck it. And he becomes, you know, a solid starter, and he's gotten paid, and he's, he's added years onto his career. I, I think he's like yeah. 40 years old now. Yeah, he's my Diamond Dynasty number one pitcher. So, I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, like, like what, what are we – why are we having these rules that are just so – it's so lame. And, uh, it like, and what, what does it do? It cuts down what? It doesn't even cut down the time. The commercial goes still there. It does not cut down time at all, in my yeah. opinion. I mean, what does it do? Cut, like I said, cut down 10 minutes of the game? Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe 10 maybe, minutes. Maybe 10 minutes. And at that and, point, uh, and uh, most fans don't even notice 10 minutes being cut down. No, no. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, it, and if you're a fan, you're, you're already, you're watching because you enjoy baseball, because you enjoy right. watching your team. Not because of anything else, you know what I mean? You're not going to turn <laughs> it off because, oh, my God, they went to their match of lefty, so we have to, you know, that's literally, I mean, that's literally why Jordan Luplo was traded for. Yeah. Because he was a match of lefty. He was on the bench. Yep. And, and then you'd match, yeah, you'd, yeah, you'd, match, you'd match up, uh, you know, guys for him. And then next thing you know, it, yeah, it's just stupid. And he's like, oh, no, I hear it. you bring in a lefty and you have whoever hitting. Well, got to go to the bench. <laughs> yep. Luke Lowe. It's like you're, you're literally killing guys' jobs, basically. Oh, 100%. Or, I mean, it's bad enough that, you know, you you axed the, the full-time DH. I mean, that's... Oh, so stupid. I've already ran about that. I'm not going to do it again, but so stupid. Yeah, I mean, like, you had you had it, man. It, it worked perfectly last year. Yeah. And I like the National League game. I like all that stuff. But come on, man. You're able to get 15 players jobs as DH. Oh, yeah. Nelson I'm, Cruz is one of the best hitters of baseball, and he every year he can only go to what fifteen teams. Yeah, think about that. Yep, best pure hitters of baseball. He can only go to fifteen teams I mean, a year. I mean, Ed, Edward Encarnacion. Yeah, like, he's not in the league. He's not in the league. He's not he, right now. Yeah, if there if there was if there was a DH National League, he would be on a team. Yep. 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 Yeah. Yep. It's disgusting. It really is. And I mean, and then you watch like a Braves game or whatever, and you see Marzell or Zuna in left field, and you're like, Jesus. Trying his best. Yeah. yeah. Trying his best out there in left. Yeah. And you're just like, no, you know, we are not yeah. going to do that. Yeah. I hate, I feel bad for the Braves. I mean, the Braves can't take that bad out of the lineup. No, 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 no. Yeah. He just can't. He hits, he mashes. But then I've, if you ask Zuna right now, hey, do you want to hit and play the field, just hit? You'll be like, oh, oh hit. I mean, yeah, it's li- I mean, that's literally why we were able to get Fran Reyes. Yeah. <laughs> Every, because, this- yeah, we. Because yeah. the Padres were just like, we can't have him in the outfield. <laughs> we're like, well, good thing we need a DH. Because... Yeah. And we I mean, got he... yeah. We got rid of Encarnacion. We got to have a DH now. Open uh, a spot open for a DH with uh, Framil. And and I mean, I at times, man, the, when Josh Naylor's out there in right field, sometimes I wish <laughs> I wish it was Framil just playing right field. At least I could like, all right, he just. He's not a good fielder, but it's just but like, least he, right. He, I get yeah. Naylor just he when he crashed into the wall <laughs> trying to get uh Nelson Cruz's triple, right? Was it no, last night it. was it last night against Witsavali? I think, yeah, 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 yeah. I would, oh my god, dude. I'm to the point that like. Jake Bowers should never get in a bat. I don't give a shit that he had a hit in the last <laughs> two days. He should never be able to pick up a bat again in his life. 
Um, he should have hands to swing a bat. Um, but I w- I'm at the point where now if they don't even want to like, – I'm all for Bobby Bradley. But let's just say for some reason they don't want to call up Bobby Bradley still. Put Naylor at first and call up Daniel Johnson. Yeah, call Daniel- somebody for the outfield. The issue is they have so many outfielders, man. In in yeah. the minor leagues, they have Mercado still. People kind of oh. forget about him. Yeah. They 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 um someone who I don't think people really realize um Harold Ramirez. Yep. For the Mariners. A, a a very solid hitter. Uh, mm-hmm. For in Miami and and they they DFA'd him. The uh, Indians picked him up. Yep. Um, they still have Zimmer. I mean, they still got guys, man. If you if you're gonna have a guy right. Who's who's gonna strike out a ton and not really get on base? Why not just give Zimmer the at bats at that point? Right. If, if you really if you really care about defense, defense. Yeah. yeah. If you really care about defense, put him in center field, put Luplo in right, and then put Naylor at first. I know yeah. Naylor's not a good first, not really that great of a first baseman. He only has he's actually first. if you look at his stats, he's an above average first baseman defensively. Well, I don't know. He's no, no, I'm, I'm, I I don't even look like it. But the, I think the, some of the problem is, is that they keep switching them back and forth. Yeah, it's kind of hard to get in a routine. I'm not, I, I don't think he'll ever be a good right fielder, in my opinion. I know that's like out of the question. But I think if you put him at first base consistently, I think he'd be a decent first baseman. I know he made that bad play against um, – who was it? Cincinnati. Cincinnati. But the two plays before that, he made a great stop in the play before that and then another play. Like, and I, there's no excuse for the play he made. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you play baseball, you should make that play, but – I think if you put him at first base consistently, he'd be a decent first baseman. Yeah. Yeah, I mean uh, – He's he's never going to be a decent right fielder. I think that's what we need to realize. He's going to be oh, a yeah. below average right fielder. I think at first he can be a decent first baseman. Carlos Santana was not a good defense first baseman when he first started. And Look what happened he's, Yeah, he's become one yeah. of the best. I think if you give him consistently at one position, he'll get there. Not right field, that will never happen. He's not a right fielder. Look at his body, he's just not going to translate. Yeah. I mean, I guess if anything, maybe he – I don't know how long they'll have. Uh, what's his name? Eddie Rosario. I know he's only on a one-year deal, but maybe Naylor ends up taking over in left field. Right. You have Lugo in right. You finally get a normal center fielder, and then uh, Bobby Bradley at first. I think the interesting thing too, think about this team is, let's just say um, Hernandez doesn't end up picking it up. He just keeps playing the way he has. He's on a one-year deal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we have a surplus of middle infielder, infiddle, infielders and the minors. Any point you think they caught one of them? It could. I mean, I don't think this year because I think. I mean, shit. Cesar Hernandez, man, he's he's your leadoff hitter. He's the only leadoff hitter you have. So. Right. I think for this year, but. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I just, we have a surplus, and the, all those guys are coming up at the same time. That's what I mean. That just that just I mean you could do weird things. That's Hernandez go good. You can move. I don't think Ramirez wants to get moved again, but they could. Put him back to second. Call up Nolan Jones finally. Put him at third. Yeah. You call up Tyler Freeman or Gabriel Arias to play second. I mean, there's a lot of things you could do. It just it makes you wonder what could happen. Because yeah. we do have a bunch of guys that need to get like need to get some playing time up here to see what, what we're going to do with them. Yeah. All, and Or, you know, they make a trade. Yeah. Which I'm all for, too. But yeah. it seems like most of the time we make trades, it's to get people. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And then, you know, talking about their starting pitching, um, obviously Bieber is just Bieber. Savali has yeah. been really, really good. Yep. Pleasak um, looks like he's dead arm. Yeah. It, yeah. Pleasak, very weird, very inconsistent. I guess a young player, so I guess you can 
<sighs> like it just looks like he has a dead arm in my opinion yeah looks like he and uh, I, I hope i mean i hope that's all it is the dead arm is just you can easily come back from that you know what i mean mm-hmm. that's what i hope it is but sometimes it looks like he doesn't even care out there which i think he does if that makes sense um <laughs> And then Logan Allen's just trash. Yeah, Logan Allen. They they gotta end that experiment. They need yeah. to. It's Mackenzie Mackenzie and his velocity a little is a little concerning. Um, the more he sees teams and you know, the the more they have like a scouting report on him. Um right. but I'm still pretty high on him. But yeah, Logan Allen. They need to send him down like they, they can't they can't have him go two innings three innings every time he takes the ball. Like no, yeah, just can't. it just messes up your bullpen. Yep. Every time. You yep. can't do it. And McKenzie at least he goes what, four or five, maybe six? Yeah, and that's what you want from your number five starter. Yeah. If you want five five and fly, like that's like you're good because you're gonna have Bieber up right yeah, after Yeah, Bieber comes up, he's gonna give you at least eight innings. But yeah, Logan Allen. I mean, they're lucky they have an off day tomorrow. But <laughs> yeah, they, they need. But yeah. I think he gets called down. He gets yeah, sent down. They need to. It's interesting to take the spot, but I think he gets sent down. I mean, <sighs> Cal Crenshaw. I think that's yeah. the next guy up. Right. Uh, the only thing is, is he stretched out enough to that's, be able yeah, to start and go? Him or Hedges, I think. Yeah, I don't. And neither, yeah. neither one are stretched out yet, in my opinion. Yeah. Are you, are you gonna use them to do what Allen does and go three innings? Like that's still not good baseball, in my opinion. No, but at least if if they give you three innings and only give up one run, that's better than right. going two innings. <laughs> right, get up nine. Giving up five, you know what I mean? So. No. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's the only silver lining, but yeah, it's. It'll be interesting. Yeah. Well, Gabe, it's been like an hour, dude. Yeah, I got one more thing to say before we oh, end this. Ahead. It's not even about baseball. Okay. okay. Yep. If the Cleveland Browns take a linebacker at twenty six, <laughs> we fucking riot. Okay? Yeah, no, that that can't happen. And I don't give a shit if it's the safety of Notre Dame. He's a linebacker. If they, <laughs> if we draft a linebacker at twenty six, Andrew Barry, I love you, but if we do it, man, we're gonna have some problems. Okay. I mean, you saw my tweet, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, I saw it. Okay. Yeah. Don't do it. There was no way. There's no way it happens. There's no way, but everyone fucking Twitter is telling me there's a way now. And no, no, it's no, 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 no. You have to think logically. You have to think, what have they done? What has Andrew Berry done? And not to talk about football, but I, I'm going to talk you off this bridge right now. <laughs> okay. Okay? Okay. Andrew Berry, his one year outside of Cleveland, he was with the Eagles. The Eagles don't value linebackers. They just don't. They value defensive linemen and pass rushers and a lot of secondary. Yeah, right. What has he done early on? Pass rushers, secondary. secondary. Yeah, I'm. I, yeah, I'm with you, Kay. They already they brought back Malcolm Smith. They they signed Anthony Walker. They have Taki Taki. They have Say Jacob it. Phillips. Say it. No. Say it. No. <laughs> I'm not saying it. I'm not saying that they have number fifty-one. Because he's probably off the team. Could they draft a linebacker in the third or fourth round? Sure. Yeah, 100%. And you know why I'll be happy because of that? Because then 51 is off the team, in my opinion. Yeah. That's the only reason that makes me happy. But there is a numbers game when you are only when you plan on playing multiple safeties. You can only have 11 guys on the, on the field at the same time uh, on defense. So you're going to have your four defensive linemen. 
you're going to have what f- five, six defensive backs at the same time. Yeah. Yep. I think I think Harrison need, plays you, like that. Yeah. That role Harris- of linebacker safety type thing. Exactly. Harrison, uh, Delpit. Uh, obviously, you signed John Johnson. Yeah, um, he's playing. Look, look at look, and look at the corners. Look at the our corners. Oh, so can nasty. You, can you? But can you trust Greedy Williams? No, you can't trust Greedy no. Williams. No. Troy Hill, he's going to be on the field a ton. Obviously, Denzel Ward, when he's healthy, he's going to be on the field a ton. But right. you have a whole you have you have two spots at corner that are open. You you need somebody to, to replace, you know, that Terrence Mitchell. Right. Okay. Who's your Who's your Okay. Okay. Before we end this, I'll you I'll you tell me mine now. Tell give me three players or three positions that you think they draft at twenty six. Um, or like, what's your prediction at twenty six? Three like three things that could happen. All right. So I think if they stay at twenty six, I gotta think someone like Greg Newsom or okay. this maybe the corner from uh, Syracuse, or okay. if, dude, or if Rashard Bateman's there. Okay. I would I'll love, I would love it, but they're not taking linebacker. They're not taking uh, Zayvon Collins. They're not taking. I don't see the dude from Notre Dame dropping all the way to twenty six. No, I don't want him to be there because if he is, then I'm my heart's gonna be racing and I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> yeah, I just know, but but even him, he's a safety, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he a is. safety. He's a, he's a, he's just like Ronnie Harrison. Right. I said that he probably covers a little better. But the only thing I was saying, he probably covers a little. Well, also he covered better in college. It doesn't translate all the way to NFL. Yeah, but he's not this like he's not this you know, Zayvon Collins type linebacker. Like, no, we're not. No, we're not taking right. Davis. No, 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 no. Not at twenty six. <laughs> and but I, I, honestly, I think it's a moot point because they're going to trade out of twenty six. Okay, so okay, so here's my my three things that could happen. One, they trade up or down. I know that's like, oh, I don't, no I, shit. I don't think they trade up. I don't think they trade up unless their guy falls if they want. And yeah. that guy is J.C. Horn, in my opinion. But uh, they go corner, either Newsom, Horn. Um, if Horn starts falling, I think they could trade up. Or receiver, I, either one of the Moors or Bateman, I'm happy with. That's And I think the Moors could trade down and get maybe not Elijah. I think you have to stand at 26 to get him because I think he might go at like 28. Mm-hmm. But I'm okay with any of that. Just not a linebacker. I wouldn't even matter. I wouldn't be mad if a DN or a yeah. defensive lineman. I yeah. just not a fucking linebacker. Yeah, if the tackle from Alabama, Dershaw, if he's there, um, there's still some edges that should be there. Um, yeah. I mean, they'll have. But uh, dude, if Rashard Bateman's there, how do you? How oh, do you? You have Rashard to take him. He's and it six, pisses me off. So don't understand when they say we don't need Rashard receiver. That's one of our best positions. It, it, it could be. It is. But we also don't have a guy that goes deep, who yeah. spreads the field, who's also really good. We have Beckham. That's it. Yeah. Yep. And, and the good thing with Bateman, if we got him, he's not only can he spread the field the first year, but then he, he's actually an all-around good receiver. Yeah. He's like yeah. Mikel uh, Hardman for the Chiefs, in my opinion. He can do the same thing the first year, just be like a guy that goes deep, then ends up developing into a really good receiver. Yeah, dude, I can okay. see it. I'm all for all it. Right. <laughs> Sorry for going off in the Browns talk on no. this baseball podcast. No, it's okay. Hey, dude, it's your podcast. <laughs> all right. I'm good now. You good? Yep, I'm good. All right. You want to shout out your Twitter and all that fun stuff? Yep, you can follow me on Twitter at uh, YanezGabe13, Y-N-E-Z-G-A-B-E-1-3. And as always, you can follow me on Twitter at Kaylin O'Sealy. That is Kaitlin, K-A-T-E-L-I-N-O-S-K-N-O-W-S-C-L-E. Also, two other podcasts, Time of Possession, Just Drop an Episode. 
with Pat and myself where we um, do a mock draft. We do a full first round, 32 teams. We all, you know, go back and forth with our picks. And then we do a, like, full seven-round pick or draft with, you know, we're controlling the Browns. And then, obviously, crunch time with Caitlin, you can uh, expect a lot of the instant reactions to whatever the Browns do uh, in the draft. Whether they trade down or they take whoever will be reacting right away to it. And it will be posted right away throughout the weekend. So, also, my article, top five first-round picks since 99 for the Browns will be on the site, Dogland, the Dogland, uh, either tonight or tomorrow. So, check that out, too. I think I think I plugged everything, I think. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> so, all right, yo. As always, take it easy.